0: This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPLivecast. on bonus. We're talking about George W. Bush on today's show. He's just a cuddly old guy who paints, like Bob Ross. Why are you guys always so mean? Unrelated, anyone have the number for the UN? I think I spotted some WMDs under Rob Putin. While we get that sorted out, our IP live cast starts now
1: it's not quite a Patreon bonus it's it, it's it's the regular show did Relax she say she it. spotted WMDs under your poodle my food too. oh All right. Darren you're here. you're here Darren
2: oh I don't have the option to unmute myself anymore Is I unmute Okay. Rob has all the power. What's going on? Sid, do you have the power to unmute yourself? I think so.
1: Me? I think I so. I think it's because I, I muted you, so I unmuted you. Welcome oh, to RIP Livecast. It is August 20th. August is almost over. There's only, what, 11 more days in August? 10 more days? 10 more days. 11? 11. 10? 11.
3: 11. Are you bargaining 11. with yourself on how There's many days <laughs>
1: Uh, wow. and uh, we're glad you could spend a little bit of time with us on RIPL Livecast. We're live as Saturdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time, mm-hmm. and of course, available wherever podcasts are downloaded. By the way,
2: uh, Shannon, please don't call the UN because if Rob does have WMDs
1: under there, I'm gonna get arrested.
2: I, also be- want to point, I haven't had a
1: futon. I haven't had a footing in like seven years so that's you know the joke's a little dated shannon much like any sort of wmg or terrorist humor
2: i mean we are digging up
1: the get with it now shannon
2: we're going to talk about the world's biggest terrorist today so <laughs> I, mean, I think it's relevant they're and building that would a be statue hoop, for him at
3: the little league world series did you hear about that oh
1: we're talking about george w bush because mm-hmm.
3: right. he's the first president to play little league baseball
1: oh should have stayed uh, doing he's that. He's doing
3: it now, which is crazy. It doesn't seem fair.
2: You know, Just every time. Well, every...
1: if trans women can play women's sports, then trans youth could play Little League. that That's his defense. I don't know.
2: You know what makes me sick in relation to this topic is every time some politician goes to a baseball game and they throw out the first pitch or something, they all go, do you remember in oh, 2001 God. after 9-11 when George <sighs> W. Bush through a perfect strike. And either one of two things is added to that. They go, what a great president. If it's a Republican or if it's a, if it's a Democrat, they go, you know, I don't agree with him on many topics. But it was such an inspiring moment that he threw a perfect strike down the middle at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, like uh, because he's uh, he threw a perfect strike. He's not a war criminal. Like, well, who the fuck cares? Like, why now let you me ask you it?
1: something, Darren. Is it yeah. because it was at Yankee Stadium? Like, if it was at City Field uh, or, or Shea Stadium at the time, that did, no, a- <laughs> no, absolutely
2: not. I would say no, no. I agree. I, I would I say it added one pebble of shit to a giant shit pile. Yes, it is. It is fundamentally worse that it was at Yankee Stadium, but it's a it's t- a tiny consideration compared to who this person is. Yeah. And I think if it was at Shea Stadium at the time or City Field now, I think he would have been booed off of the mound, honestly. Or at least and a, sig- and, and, a significant and, and portion pe- of the crowd would have
1: booed at least. I feel like also what's overlooked and almost forgotten is he is the unchosen one. He was not elected to right. be president. The people did not choose. Well, him. the second time, and the right. second time, yes, fair. But I mean, so look at had the other to the option. Correct <laughs>
3: mistake, and we instead mistaked even harder. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, if you if you look
2: at his first like whatever it was, eight months before nine eleven happened, he was like as unpopular as Joe Biden and Trump. Like he was. T- it was, it was like the most disputed president in history. People mm-hmm. hated this fucking guy. And then 9-11 happened. and know like, we have to rally behind the president. Yeah,
3: You're not patriotic if you don't support every single thing.
2: Oh, it's so dark. bad to, to live through that. We were doing our college radio show at that time, and it was just it was horrifying to live through. It was something I never experienced before in life where everyone had this group think like you always had squabbles politically and shit like that. Like, you know, you would, see, but you never, you, there was nobody willing to debate anything on, on terms of politics. Yeah. Th-
1: there was very little dissent at the time. Dissent was very much hushed down. I felt and it, it felt like you're, you were a crazy person. It's funny. A lot of those feelings uh, came back up uh, when I was seeing rage against the machine. Cause I feel, you know, their album, their third album came out around the time of all the political unrest. And I just remember like, w- it made me remember all of these little Bush moments and how much I hated him. Um, a shifty shortcake in the chat says, so Trump was right. They should have stopped the count, but in 2000, <laughs> no, it's the opposite. They yeah, did stop the count. That's, the that's why he yeah. won. They stopped. Yeah. The count. If they actually kept the count going, he would have lost. Yeah. In fact, every trick in the book,
2: I, I, well one of the tricks was al gore not suing to become the president that was yeah not, i'm some huge al fucking gore fan but i mean he did legitimately win the election
1: well and to be clear what happened was a bunch of protest Repub- conservative protesters stormed into into the counting rooms and forced the stop of the count it was insane
2: yeah it was like modern can you imagine day
1: that happening today yes, I, course, can, yes. <laughs> yes. <Modern laughs> yes I can actually modern
2: day nazis
1: I, I can't imagine it happening, but I can't imagine it not being as underreported as it was back then. I feel well. Like, also, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, and also, like you were saying, uh, you know, Gore didn't fight. I feel like the public uh, vibe. <laughs> was you know gore you know you, you shouldn't fight just let it go it's you know? uncouth like,
2: like, yeah it's not
1: yeah yeah like well, that just the coverage was so rude.
3: exhausting i think everybody just wanted it to end one like at that point it was just like whatever just somebody yes please yes, yes
2: enough agreed and that's partly because these two guys are so fucking close to identical, yeah
3: that's yeah. yeah people viewed them as i mean right or wrong people view them as basically two sides of the same coin so like what mm-hmm. is gonna be some white guy who yeah. we know from the past few years anyway, whatever. Well,
2: that's another good point. That's kind of similar to 2016 because it could have solved this problem by just running somebody good and they would have plowed both Bush and Trump into the ocean. I don't think there would have even been a close enough an election to
1: steal. Mm. Who who uh, would have run in, in 2000 if not Gore? I felt like Gore seemed like the sure bet just because... And especially,
3: like that's just how it works. The vice president of a two-termer, just that's his turn.
2: Yeah, except for and except, except for Cheney. Yeah, yeah. fair. <laughs> I mean, he was the way- basically the president for those two terms anyway. So, I got to stay away from watching politics on television because Dick Cheney now, the last couple oh of weeks, God. was going around on these news shows with his frozen face. I keep forgetting
3: a- he's still alive because yeah. how? How yeah. is he still alive? He's like on his fourth heart by now. Shooting like-
2: his friends and eating all the blood from their <laughs> organs. That's how he's alive. He's like... We need to stop Donald Trump from running. He's the worst piece of shit ever. He's tried to steal an election. I'm like, I'm pointing, screaming at the top. You literally stole an election. You just did it right. Yeah, You, yeah. Uh, you just Well, who, it better, him- who
1: better to know who better to go <laughs> yeah. to for,
2: for such advice? I mean, what did Trump really do? He's fucking lost. He tweeted some shit at his dumbass followers, and then he was like, I really won. I won. I'm going to sue. He did an impotent lawsuit. He gave up after like five minutes of a lawsuit. And then he went to play fucking golf and hosted a dumbass boxing pay-per-view. Like you literally succeeded in doing what you're accusing him of doing. Shut up. And your daughter too. You. I, well, she's she's me. peace out now. Anyway, she lost her primary. I don't know, man. I feel like that's she's better.
1: Anyway, yeah. she's the
2: one that's good. She's gonna like run as a She's gonna get
1: the, the the Democratic nomination for president in twenty twenty. Oh. Well, well like somebody that was that saying that she'd rumors. be Pence's well,
3: VP if he runs. But like, I don't get zero so votes. Like,
1: I in, yeah, yeah, I don't and, know. She's totally unlikable as a Republican, but I yeah. feel like a bunch of centrist Democrats. I've, I saw like a ton of tweets from centrist Democrats. Like, you have to hand it to her. She's brave. She stood up. Well, it's no the same Republican thing that they did would. when
3: fucking Mitt Romney spoke up. They do that. But like,
1: right. so.
3: Yeah. And it's like, tweet that she spoke mean
1: up because she knew there's no chance she's getting her fucking seat back. She voted. Right. Trump. Well, she's that's why she's before not time. getting
3: her seat back. And also she, no, she voted wasn't with, getting
1: it back beforehand. Before she, that. Voted before with,
3: she went against Trump. Sorry. Yeah. Why? She won she by a already, landslide last time.
1: But the she only was already. she
3: lost is because she was uh, she voted to. Impeach oh, I mean, Trump. I
1: mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm saying like it had nothing to do with uh, the hearing. She was already losing.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that was all. It was all a career move for her. She miscalculated. I mm-hmm. think what she thought was once Trump loses, the Republican Party is going to swing back. And the only Republicans that are going to have any sway are the ones that were against Trump all along. And I'll be at the front of that. And then. Nope.
4: He lost, but
3: they're still all on his side. So now you're the bigger enemy than the Democrats. So she made a career choice, and it was the wrong one for her. And that's
1: uh, if if I I, I don't want to say I'm going to say, like, that's one thing I do respect about Republicans. It's like, hey, I know you're, you're out. That's it. You're, you're yeah. going against us. You're out. You're gone. We're they're done. Four, with- they're
2: four shitty things, but their tactics are correct. Yes. Yes.
1: Thank you, Darren. Exactly.
2: But she also voted with Trump like 95%
1: yeah, of the time. Or he, something. He's, she's just slightly less crazy than Trump. She believes in virtually all the things she, he does. She, she went is, on
2: television in front of cameras, knowing the cameras were on her, and said abortion is literally killing babies. This is who Democrats want to run for their for their presidential ticket. What? A woman who said... Wait, what? That, what Democrats well, no. want that to run? Nobody wants it. It's, it's I read a lot of online people. I think there's like a ground. There are
3: Democrats that are saying they want. No,
1: Haiti's I don't think they're Democrats. The I, think, I, I think there are Stop. leftists saying that Democrats. Would, would, no, I, no yeah, I, I
2: literally see I have not centrist. That. Liberals saying that they would love for her to run for president. Ugh. I don't as know that anyone uh, or against yes. Trump, no, as Trump as a Republican would be great. As a Democrat, I don't know that there. These are people who have any sway in the actual party, but I think there's a large online contingent of people saying they wish that she would run as a Democrat. I read. I read a lot I of online shit. My, okay, <laughs> I can't wrap my brain around
3: that. These all are, right, these
2: are smart people. No, uh, I mean, man. I'm not making that claim. That's for sure. How
3: many random numbers are in there? Twitter
1: names. <laughs> oh, these are Putin. As bots. many
2: as will fit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, you know, we, we're talking all about this because now Masterclass has launched a new class with G Dubs. G Dubs himself. He's the dunce of the class. Uh, <laughs> Tough calls and life lessons. Now, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of rose-tinted memories of George W. Bush. You think? The man was constantly mocked for not being able to say basic words. (laughs) He was like, you know, I feel like the press line on him was always like, the reason he's so likable is Americans could see him as someone you you could have a beer with. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, maybe for like five minutes until you realize like, wow, I can't talk about anything with this fucking idiot because he's right. a moron. Well, well most here's
2: Americans the- are also fucking idiots. So they totally no, relied on that level. Come on. But what do you think about this, though?
1: All right. Let's do this
2: as a thought experiment. Think of the last time you had a beer with people. Do you want that person running the country? <laughs> Does the average person you have a beer with uh, seem like a good presidential material
1: better the, the it's all it's very
2: though. stupid reasoning
1: yeah but yes i get what you're saying
2: and makes him marketable and also like people want someone in charge of things who they think is dumber than them because they <laughs> like to complain
1: about stuff and sure, yeah, so I, I love i love so master class to me the vibe i get for master class is it's like a hoity-toity cameo? Yes, one thousand percent. It's just <laughs> it's, it's famous but instead people of,
3: who want supplemental income.
2: Right. Yeah, it's the, and it's instead of cameo a for custom- people, but you can't tell the person what to say, which is the benefit. right. And that's the thing; yeah. it's
1: not personalized because it's way the longer. person the person has way more of a life to sit there and, and you know do the, right. the the cameos. So it's just you got one shot with me, <laughs> and charge as much as you can for like me talking for an hour. Yeah, How has Dave go- Mustaine not done this yet?
3: It seems like this is way more up his alley than Cameo.
1: I could teach anyone has, to play guitar
2: in 45 minutes. <laughs> it's just him ripping through all of his solos with zero explanation. <laughs> if you can't do this, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, I got to ask you a question about Masterclass, because I'm not 100% familiar with Masterclass. Uh, is is it like interactive, or do you just watch a no. video of them?
1: you essentially watch a video and then there are uh like supplement supplemental files you can download so and originally masterclass started with you know a composer teaching you how to compose a film score and then mm-hmm. you could right. you could download the files that he's using in the demo to see how he works and learn more and then you know like a film director shows you how to edit you know Steven Spielberg shows you the, the way to edit and blah 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 but then they they just Kept getting greedier, for lack of a better term, and now it's just like what? It's more like a. It's really like a premium TED Talk, actually. Now more so. I'm
2: gonna sure show you how to kill five hundred thousand Iraqis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so it's so funny that uh, George W. Bush's master class is called "Tough Calls and Life Lessons" because when I hear this, I'm immediately, my mind immediately flashes to the photo on September 11th of the aide coming to Bush. To tell him while, that he's the reading planes, to the
3: children? while
1: he's reading to the children and just his like blank look. And I don't know if you recall, but the tough call that he made in that moment was to keep fucking reading to kids while wow. the nation is being attacked. We well, don't want to put the kids into a panic.
3: You got to have a, a strong front.
2: <laughs> well, you could just step out of the room and don't have to tell him a plane just slammed. Well, you, into you don't want to leave him
3: hanging. They need to know what happens to the goat.
2: But
3: yeah, what it? happens to the
1: code you raise the a end? solid what? points Sid. i mean i mean that's yes, blown up that's the sad part he was but, in the plane <laughs> what would have to happen for george w bush to interrupt a completely trivial public appearance then, and go do his fucking job if not his nation being attacked super bowl uh, party
2: yeah <laughs> Mr. President, uh, there's some brush on your property that you have to clear <laughs> immediately.
3: The wind, uh, we cleared it earlier, but then the wind blew it back. So you have to go.
1: It shall not stand. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Rose Muffler with a good question. Does the band Bush have a masterclass? Actually, it not says, does I the know.
2: band band Bush say? Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, right. It does. Is there a band named Band Bush, Sid? You're... I would hope so, but it would be B A N N E D. Oh, band Bush. Oh, can we get both the president and the band banned? Bush banned. Yes. I'll start <laughs> the change.org petition. petition.
3: Rob, I need to just ask one a quick question. This has been bugging me since the show started. It's a complete uh, diversion from what we're talking about, but it'll be quick. We uh, To be peek behind the curtains, we recorded a Patreon episode yesterday. Have you not changed shirts since we recorded that episode? Because I recall you were wearing that same Nine Inch Nails shirt.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. what is your definition of you not change shirts? That would imply that I've been wearing this shirt for 24 hours. Which have, have you not.
3: showered? Did you shower him then put the same shirt back on?
1: No, <laughs>
2: I have he not has, showered yet. <laughs> he has he has 40 of the same nine inch nail shirts, just like Run DMC, they always wear, yeah, the same.
1: or Steve Jobs. Yeah,
3: <laughs> is same- this like a subtle, like, uh, live read where nine inch nails is paying you to wear their merch on all the episodes?
1: I'm endorsed by nine inch nails now. Oh, yes. Oh, also,
2: all the shirts have to have the same mustard stain in the exact same spot. There <laughs> there are no mustard <laughs> stains on this shirt. You're wearing
3: baby. a white shirt, buddy. Be careful. You jinx yourself. I, I avoid the uh,
1: yeah. I avoid wearing the shirt when I know I'm gonna be a messy. Shirt. I I usually don't wear white
2: shirts, but not because of the, well, partially, I guess the mess factors in, but I also feel like it adds like 15 pounds to me. I look way better with like dark colors on.
3: I typically only wear dark shirts because the, the white shirts, I, I sweat a lot. And then it's just instant like yellow pit stains the third, mm. by the third time you're wearing the shirt. Just a waste of money.
2: Those are real WMDs. Oh, my God. Pit stains.
3: All right. Back to master class.
1: I, right. I just need to. I was, I was yeah. trying
2: to segue it back to George Bush. <laughs> Thank
1: so the description <laughs> of the episode is step inside the Oval Office with the newest instructor in our White House series, President George W. Bush. With Who else is in this White t- House series? Oh, well, I think they have one from Obama. They have one from Clinton. Socks the cat. Both, Both Clintons, I believe, have.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I actually saw snippets of the Hillary Clinton. Didn't she complain? Like, didn't she say talk some shit on Bernie Sanders in one of those? I mean, a, probably. That may have been something else, but I think in her master class she had some like. Oh no! Things. I think
1: that was in like her Hulu series. She'll fucking take any.
2: For sure, she did that. But I thought she also in the master class took a shot. Maybe I'm wrong. Does Bernie have a
3: masterclass? Was she just like big time in him? Like,
2: This is a masterclass where I will be rebutting everything that Hillary Clinton said <laughs> in her masterclass. No, he would never do that. He would take it on the chin and just be like, Hillary Clinton is a great person. <laughs> and I'm very happy to have uh, campaigned for her. If only she would have won. This country would be a much better place. <laughs> He's just the biggest cuck. I love him. He's so, <laughs> he's so he's such, he has an admirable career, noble career. I I think he did a lot of good for a lot of people, but he fucking sucks at politics. Let's just say it. He sucks at politics. He's great at caring for people and having a big heart. just stop running. I just, I, well, I think I at do. this point, yeah. Right. All right. Just, yeah, I think he's, I don't I agree with you. I think he will. I think he's, I think ill-advisedly, Ill- but I think he's going to run again. I mean,
3: (laughs) who would you want to fill that spot in 2024?
2: I mean, of the available choices, nobody, nobody, nobody who can win. I I don't want anyone who could. I don't want anyone who I don't think anyone who could win shouldn't run. Anyone who could win should not run. I don't I don't give a shit about it. Just wait until 28. I mean, I wouldn't say wait. I think we have to like completely overhaul the shitty system that we have. But I
1: don't think the... Pr- wait, I, I, wait, yeah, hold on. Just so I understand. You're saying anybody that could win
2: I don't support anybody. Not run? That was very badly phrased. Let me try again. <laughs> uh, I don't support anyone who could conceivably win. They're going to run. I can't stop them from doing that. But I would not support well, anyone. Okay, but who should win? I I'm mean, saying
3: What I was asking you was like, okay, so Bernie was the guy... But he failed. Who's right. the next? The who, who, who guy? Be
1: nobody. The the
3: nobody. So that person candidate.
2: doesn't exist, Kurt. That person doesn't exist. I would say it, uh, I, no, I, no. The I, I person think... who? No, sorry, Sid. So Rob, the, the person who should be the president and could feasibly win a primary to run for president does not exist. Okay. Yeah, there are people good. who I would say I would support for president, but they're like not even in politics. So like, you know, what's the point? They're never going to like run. who.
3: Gary Cohen announced <laughs> <of him.
2: laughs> like the, the the guy, um, the guy that ran for why am I? Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name now. The guy the that ran for too damn high, the guy, no, him, yes, he'd be a better <laughs> president. The, didn't he have a, a Me Too scandal or something? I, I don't uh, remember that, but sure, probably. Come on, that, Jimmy McMullen, the guy that ran for pre, v, VP. As the, uh, as the Green Party candidate. That guy's fucking awesome. I like Nina Turner. I would love if she would have run for president. But she'll never get through the primary. They'll just Bernie her. And she'll quit and support whatever Democrat yeah. wins. Because she's now in the Democratic Party. So like, no, like nobody. There's just nobody that I would support that could win. I but, think it's just we're too close to the 2024 election where it matters. Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Ventura nah, he's got a lot of weird libertarian ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. I like him. He's got a lot. If he was president, you'd have like fucking Medicare for all, and lots of good stuff over here, and then lots of weird, like you know, like grift for corporations and shit, and like you know, lifting of restrictions on polluters and all that crap. So I don't, I don't, I don't think we'd need
3: Medicare for all because we'd all have lung cancer.
2: What is it Rob? Look up the guy's name that was the vice president for uh that guy's fucking awesome. The Green Party vice president presidential candidate in 2020. Jill Stein, I think would be fucking awesome. Ajamu Ajum- Ajum- Baraka? Yeah, that's why I, I couldn't I don't know why do I couldn't pull that up in my
1: brain. Rolls He's off really the tongue. good. I think it's Ajamu Baraka. Uh, Ajum- and Mike Francesa, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. I, would, okay.
2: I would I would I would run screaming from this country if Mike Francesa won. It would be great for memes, but I'd be watching it from like Lithuania. The press
3: conferences. Yeah. (laughs) Would he insist everybody just call in and not be in person to lob the questions at him? (laughs) So he'd have somebody just dial in the calls. That's a
2: a, a dumb idea. Okay. You you wait in the the press reporter's box for an hour and a half and wait and ask a question. (laughs) That's what what you come up (laughs) with. You're a fool. You're a fool. All right. Back to this drone strike.
3: Chris Russo would get a spot on <laughs> MSNBC to be like the counterpoint. It'd be
2: a whole thing. Yeah. I would actually love Nina Turner to run for president, but I don't, she, she'd never get through the primary. Like we said, They just, they just <laughs> Bernie her.
1: So let's see. Uh, let's see some of this masterclass trailer. Oh no. You, you might have to hear George W. Bush talk. So I
5: think we probably will. Oh, no. Ah, this cinematic shot. During an application. I recognize very few people watching this will become president. But I think you'll find lessons in leadership that will apply to your life. Ooh,
2: he's slurring really bad.
5: I'm so good. Is he in the White House? He's like in a he mock-up, in? like yeah, it studio. might be like
1: because,
3: a- like, probably yeah. in his like presidential library, they have like a fake Oval Office, so that's probably what this is.
2: Oh, that's weird. Maybe he did a coup. But he did it in two thousand. You- <laughs> no, this was on
3: January sixth. He just snuck into the Oval Office yeah. while everybody else
2: was. Well- Biden was getting his daily enema and fucking being fed peaches in the corner. He didn't even Biden know was wasn't going at on. the
3: Oval Office yet; it was still Trump's at that point.
2: Oh, what? when Oh, I thought you meant January sixth. Like, like, I thought you meant. Oh, I didn't hear that part.
3: <laughs> every, that was the, the the storming the Capitol was just a diversion, so Bush could sneak into the Oval <laughs> Office.
2: There was just four hundred people with fucking boom mics and shit. January sixth was an inside job. This time, it's really true. Bush did do it. That's why the cops let them in through the gates. They were like really key grips and shit. <laughs> we got to film this. we uh, got 45 minutes. Let's go. Let's go, people.
1: Dusty Rhodes Buffler says Biden was in a wheelchair ringing a bell like Hector Salamanca.
2: No. He loves Bush. He would let
1: that. Draker Daddy. Thor Schredstein for president.
2: No, he'd be a extreme th- right wing he- MAGA. I mean, we had yeah. that
1: for four years. Yeah, we already had that. Yeah, too many skeletons in that closet. Build the
5: wall. <laughs> I think you'll find lessons in leadership that will apply to you. Lessons.
2: <laughs> what is he drinking there? Whoa. Oh,
1: oh. oh my God.
2: All all Lock wow. everybody up in that photo right there.
1: What, nightmare blood rotation right here. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, like, you got geez.
2: three war criminals, a woman who murdered a guy, four war criminals, and one woman who murdered a guy drunk driving.
3: How, how oh, does... Let- Bill Clinton Bush looked the worst yep. of, of the five of these people. <laughs> he looks like a skeleton. Who?
1: Bill Clinton. I and that like photo, photo I you know what it, it is? It's because he lost
2: a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he, he's gone vegan. That's like think, the yeah. best
2: photo he's taken in 20 years. I, but I, re, I agree with you. Sit in real life.
1: He looks in real like life, a skeleton. IRL. Yeah, very old. This
2: is a I'm very refreshed photo. But he did a master class like he can barely talk as How president. Sometimes
3: Condoleezza oh, oh, was us. cut out of the vein shot. Racism oh. in the master
1: class. Oh, my also,
3: is it is it me or does Madeleine Albright look like she farted right as that picture was taken? <laughs> <laughs> she,
1: she has loose diarrhea looks...
2: at the moment. <laughs> oh. oh, did she drop a shart like a drone <laughs> on a fucking Yemeni
5: hospital? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I had information that the American people didn't know, and therefore oh, I had to make decisions yeah. what was best for the country on knowledge. Yeah, like you knew uh, I, oh, I had Osama had was. Up.
2: Yeah. He, had, he had information on Osama was going to attack inside the United States at very tall buildings, and he had, oh, uh, he had yeah. the information two months in advance. <laughs> yeah, what he really means though is he knew when about
3: Sammy about Sosa was going to sit out of a game because of a sore back in advance.
2: That
1: was criminal. <laughs>
2: criminal. <laughs> He's not a sovereign nation. <laughs> Sammy Sosa is not a sovereign nation.
5: It wasn't evident.
2: That's we had, what we had to nature. rob, we had to, so invade, so we had to invade the dugout to get that cork
1: bat.
3: <laughs> I love how this bust of Abraham Lincoln, principal. he's like averting his eyes.
1: Even he's embarrassed <laughs> to be in he's this. Embarrassed. Yeah, he definitely looks so embarrassed. What a <laughs> terrible
2: bust that is. He looks like Mozart or something. What the fuck was that? <laughs> or Beethoven. He looked like Beethoven. He looks like he smelled a fart right there. (laughs) He looks very special
1: (laughs) needs in this photo. I
2: smell something in this room. I have a very trained nose. It smells
5: like sarin gas. (laughs) We need to invade the soundstage. Just the nature of leadership. So long as you're guided by principle, and so long as you're guided by a cause greater than self, you can endure criticism because it's going to come. One of the things I missed, he after- says he's
1: guided by principle. Oh. Yeah, like the principle to kill one million innocent Prophet. fucking Iraqis. Yeah, the principle to enrich Halliburton for
2: yeah, the Chinese yeah. uh,
5: the st- stock portfolio. After the presidency was oh. just daily learning, and thankfully oh. the painting came into oh, no. oh, the learning experience because with every paint stroke you learn something new. Of course, All right, I'm going a- like, oh, no. to do another flower. It's important to a set of. Problems. I'm, I'm going to do another, another
1: flower. Can the you imagine me? The painting to me is so offensive. It's like this fucking war. <laughs> How criminal. dare you have a hobby? How dare you have like peace and quiet in your life? I like this, He's a this yes. wealthy person. Moment of meditation. That's all ever going to have. He so, should be like he, he painting should be with egg. his
2: own sweat, wearing an orange jumpsuit in a, in a lockup in international court ah. waiting for trial. <laughs> It's really true, Rob. What you said—like every second of this—doesn't even matter what he says. It doesn't matter what he does. Just the fact that he's allowed to talk without manacles on his limbs is just a, a, an indictment of our entire
1: planet society. And what 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 else bothers me is I feel like our viewpoint, like what what you and I are saying right now, Dan, it, it is considered in in mainstream culture a extreme viewpoint not just extreme it's off the chart you're
2: not even it's not even like a negative opinion you're allowed to say i feel like it's yeah i think it's not that
3: it's extreme or you're not allowed to say it it's just that it's so hilariously out of the realm of possibility Mm -hmm. from the world we live in that like why even it it
2: seems not even worth saying better way to say it is i agree sid is that it's i shouldn't say allowed because that sounds like that republican first amendment Mm uh argument i don't mean that i mean we're sitting here saying it no one's gonna lock us up it's just that it's you're considered a kook
3: yeah like an adult believing in santa claus
2: right Mm -hmm. exactly and that's just indicative of the cynicism of the whole
3: thing because we know like that he there was never a chance he was going to face consequences he obviously should but there was it's never going to happen.
2: I also want to say something. We have a lot of youngish viewers, and this is already almost—it's the twentieth anniversary coming up. If you didn't live through this, this is not a retroactive awareness. They there was like million-person marches in every city. Saying in real time, this is a fucking horrendous genocide that you're about to do. Time, a a lot of people didn't want to do it. Rob, you know, I I worked in Times Square at that time that this was going on. I couldn't get to work on like for a straight week because I would get off the train and it was just mobs and mobs and mobs of people behind barricades protesting this shit. It was well known before they launched a single bomb that this was wrong. What they were about to do.
3: And That's it accomplished as much as the women's march has accomplished in 2020.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Basically.
3: We protested a war that ended up killing millions. We protested a president who ended up uh, enabling Roe versus Wade being overturned. So what did those protests really do other than give people a fun day out?
2: They were safe protests. You know what really scares people is when you do like Occupy Wall Street or you do like Like um, that's when they send the feds in the fucking crack skulls or like the George Floyd protest really started scaring the shit out of people. But even still,
3: those didn't really accomplish much either
2: because they got squashed. Yeah, because the cops turned up the heat and they came in with the fucking uh, riot gear and shit and started breaking. You saw all those videos that happened and Obama
1: called LeBron and that was all over. It was all over
2: for the NBA strike. That was the
3: And no, I I thought it was the other way around. I thought LeBron called Obama.
2: Oh, was it? I What's the so. difference? For advice. I mean, which way it went? Does it yeah. really matter? Obama came in and put shut put the shutdown he on He just
3: it. wanted to see basketball. Yeah, I'm sure and that so was it. So did I.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love the WNBA. <laughs> I'm fine with that.
3: Well, the Chicago Sky sports. did win the championship last year, so he's probably very happy about that.
2: We do need to imagine if there was an alternate universe, like kind leftist Obama. You guys uh, go on strike. <laughs> I support you. <laughs> I'll just watch uh, the G League.
3: <laughs> Perfectly fine. Fine with me. That's a fate worse than death.
2: <laughs> what is the, the 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 Nick Westchester Knicks or something? Who's what is the G League for these the local teams? The uh,
3: I think the Long Island Nets is the Brooklyn Nets. Nets
2: one. Right. They play in Let's the Nassau see. Coliseum, right? I don't remember
3: where yeah you're right westchester Knicks.
2: <laughs> imagine it's like i <laughs> go to the westbury music fair to see a basketball game
3: <laughs> why not they probably have a better win percentage than the actual Knicks.
2: i'd oh, rather no. go look the for long- wmds in iraq than do that
1: <laughs> the long island nets have a really nice uh logo actually oh let's see it, Put it up on the
3: how do we get from George W. Bush masterclass to
2: we'll get back minor there. league basketball? Because of Obama, <laughs> fucking Obama! <laughs> well, oh, the that's the is? Nets. That's the Nets. Oh, I didn't understand. That's the this. old this school. Is, that's the Nets when they actually played in Long mm-hmm. Island when they were the real. Nets. Oh, net I see. So they repurposed it, but it's it was they were called the New York Nets, not the Long yeah. Island. That was when Dr. J was there.
1: Love it. All right, let's see the rest of this uh g-dubs uh master class
5: the chief executive no, no, has got right, like, information that the american people didn't know and therefore had to make decisions what was best for the country on knowledge that wasn't evident that's just whatever dick cheney told me to do so long as you're guided by principle and so long as you're guided by a cause greater than self you can endure criticism <laughs> because it's gonna come one of the things I missed after the presidency was this daily learning, and thankfully painting came into my life. It's a learning <laughs> experience learning. because with every paint stroke, look you at, you at learn these facile,
2: new. like, right, I'm talentless
1: paintings. paintings. I just—I don't I, know. I'm honestly, I'm impressed by them. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not impressed. Like, it's not fucking like they don't belong in a museum. But there is there is like an artistry to his work, and he does oh, have this kind of wrong. like. I, I I know, I know, I hate it I hate, that's no, why I don't I know when you saw those checks dry up And now you have no. to
3: fucking turn to the other side Look, What is going yeah, on?
1: I'm just saying it's like he has a style And, and like he It's it, like He can, he can <laughs> convey, he can, convey his, he can clearly convey A message through his paintings Like you can tell what the painting is of So it's like that's better He's a better painter than me He's a better painter than either any of us. Uh, we've not tried. I feel
3: like if we gave I ourselves tried. two weeks, we would be on his level too. Like, Rob, maybe. I
2: I agree with what you're saying that you can separate the fact that he's a war criminal from his <laughs> objective like talent. He's That's the R fine. Kelly of painting. I'm, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not going that far. I'm not saying it's like revolutionary. I, hold on, I'm telling it's you, I I can do that too. I am doing that, and the paintings still suck they're not good yeah.
1: they're not good Slick scribbles I, I i don't think he should have gotten a fucking book deal right oh uh, also i didn't shifty shortcake is misquoting me i didn't say <laughs> george W. bush has style i said george W. bush has a style okay it's different
2: well you can't tell by that fucking prison gym sweatshirt he's wearing and his uh, <laughs> though, that he has
1: style
5: it's important to have a set of priorities that guide you and yeah, your like team, your company, your managers have got to understand those priorities. Uh, to oh me man. the most important priorities were my faith and my family and my friends. That and, may- my, and my cocaine for a while.
2: <laughs> oh, I can listen to this. I would watch this masterclass. I wouldn't pay for it cuz I don't want to support you. Yeah. But I would I could I would watch the shit out of this and hate watch it. Everything he says just like like we said before, the fact that he's not talking through a Hannibal Lecter muzzle (laughs) is just enraging to me in and of itself. Anything he says after that is like icing on the shit cake. Honey, I want to watch a masterclass. Uh, Oh, okay. Why don't you watch the worst president in a hundred years? Tell you how to make good decisions. (laughs) He is good at making decisions. Like everything that they wanted to do, they did. Like everything that it was just, it's not like he was, I mean, if he had actually run anything, he probably would have been incompetent. But what his administration wanted to do, they did all of it. They did yeah. everything. They let poor people die in a hurricane. They blew up like they blew up two countries completely and established US bases there. They stole a shit ton of oil. Like turned the they they stopped rich people from ever paying a dime in taxes. Like, what didn't they do? They did the Republicans Wet Dream agenda.
3: Well, Roe versus Wade, they weren't able to get that one. That one had That's to be true. somebody else.
2: Well, that's the courts, said.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those
2: damn courts (sighs) stopping overturning Roe versus
5: Wade. I don't think they care about that anyway. Do you
2: think Republicans really care about turning Roe versus Wade? I honestly think they cared
3: about it as something to get votes. So now I don't know what the new thing is going to be. I guess it's it's drag
2: queens in schools. No, I think I disagree. I think they kept it. They didn't pursue it because it got votes. Like, yeah, they kept because they it. could
3: campaign on it. So now that it actually happened, I don't know what the new thing is going to be. Right.
2: But I think well, that's why I think it got it got uh, rescinded is because like there's there was the Bush Bush faction of Republicans which was like just loot the planet, mm-hmm. and then there's like the evangelical faction which is like no, this is killing babies. So when Bush was the president, like you had all of that. You know, they they, all right, yeah, abortion, sure. We'll pay lip service
3: to the fringe, but we're just here for our own shit.
2: But like in in the intervening years after that, like when Obama won, these the evangelicals basically took over the entire Congress. So Mm -hmm. that's how the roots of this started. And
3: Mm -hmm. there's a good amount of them on the Supreme Court itself, so done and
2: done organize the rest of your life well, should have okay. run one Dave, of the nine great. trillion glad people, people who would have beat trump whoa In 2016, I guess. what i missed what? it what did this look skeleton this. say
1: yeah look at this <laughs> skull with a wig that just popped oh. on the screen oh dear your <laughs> life I'll, I'll
5: let your body Dave, shame it's
2: great her. glad to be here
5: when i was speaking to audiences i didn't want them to think i, I, always, I was smart ah!
2: <laughs> did she say
1: glad to be here <laughs> Yeah. I just
2: flew I, in from my separate home where I live away from you. How are you? I <laughs> always
1: hated her. She always seemed like such an evangelical robot like j- just Laura a Bush, an evil, you're evil about. woman. Yes. Well yes. the
2: funny thing about it is like and I'm no fan of Michelle Obama. but once Obama won, they all the Republicans went in on her like she's a man mm-hmm. and all and she's even the ones that didn't go as far as saying that she's a man. They all just said she's ugly. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, she's yeah, not, yeah, she's not a woman. Yeah, do you see feminine. the last two Republican first ladies? Like they, they both look like Skeletor. Like, what are you talking about? How do you make that I mean, argument? Barbara Bush before that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I meant. The last oh, two oh, not counting Melania. Oh, I, yeah. I no, meant no, no. at the time Obama was president. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Melania is gorgeous. You can't. I mean, can't take that. I think she's good. Well, she's like she's she's, she's 60, her own kind of Skeletor. But she's like sixty anyway. I mean, if Is you look at old? her, when yeah, I think so. If you look at her when she was like, he would b- divorced her by now if she was. No, she's fifty-two. All right, but she's you know, I mean she's I think she's for her age, she looks great. Well I'm not saying that surgery works
1: miracles. Okay, but it looks
2: like I don't have to see the surgery. Whatever. Also, Derek, she's
1: only a few years older than you if you Oh shit. Rob,
2: what I I would but I wasn't saying she was old. Why are you pulling that? Sixty.
1: You said you said she was a decade older than she was. How dare you? Guess her age.
2: Respect the age. So Rob goes from defending George
3: Bush's art to now defending Melania Trump. Wow, Rob, this is a banner day for you. Maybe yeah. you should just change shirts just to change the mojo of this episode for you so far. Uh,
1: do you really care? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what I
2: Rob, uh, can we fast forward to the second hour where you talk about Trump's excellent
1: commentary on his boxing pay-per-view? <laughs> it, it was pretty great. It really made, made the bootleg that I was watching. Worthy.
2: How how about how he sold a stunner? Was that good?
1: <laughs> no, that, was, that was not good. All right, there's just a, there's just another minute of this. Of this oh my thing,
3: God! But... It's we've are 40 minutes into the
5: episode. We've only gotten through the first minute so far. <laughs> I didn't want them to think I was smarter than they were. One of the keys <laughs> to communication is to figure out how to enable the person you're talking to to relax. You know, I had I was a master at the malaprop. Mr. Underestimate. Uh... The press uh, core reaction was I love that he's man, making uh, it seem
1: like this
2: really was all intentional. Yeah, exactly. He's it's, is he, it's all or this is he saying that he's a dumbass. I don't know. You know, if he did if he did like portion of this master class telling people how to get away with seeming stupid and it allows you to do horrible shit because they don't they just think you're a dummy, that would yeah. be valuable information that he could disseminate through this this master class, I'll have mm-hmm. to say. I got to say, Rob, this freeze
3: frame you have right now of his face is it's perfect chef's kiss. It's like he's, he's smelling a fart. He's shitting himself.
1: He's getting like a blowjob. Uh, it's everything
3: yeah, all at once. He looks is like
1: that, the old uh, NBC News anchor. What was his name? Uh,
2: the, uh, the, uh, Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Thank you. Tom Brokaw. <laughs> <laughs> that is a theme of, I guess, do war criminals just have the fart face look? Is that... I guess so their souls shriveled up and it comes yeah. through their, their, through their facial. Ah! Oh, you gotta, look at this. You could just keep freezing every every uh, this first expression. <laughs> There's new levels right. of shittiness.
5: Press Corps reaction was, did the guy really just say that?
2: <laughs> so his master class is going 9/11. over how stupid he was when he was yeah. the
5: president. It's exciting. After 9-11 in the Oval Office talking about Praying for families that had suffered loss, I broke down in tears. If your heart yeah. is touched, let know your heart is touched. I broke down not in tears right week, after I planted came. that C
2: four in, in the World Trade Center. I knew that I, <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't handle the guilt.
5: <laughs> End up being a better person. The challenge of life is not to attain wealth and status and power. The challenge of life is to improve and to learn to love better. And, and I uh, never did. Everybody can do that. <laughs> Except I'm me. George W. Bush. And this is Masterclass. When he says uh. to learn to love
3: better, is he implying that he only started going down on his wife after leaving the White House? Oh, no. I hope do we think not. that's what it is? She doesn't He's a painter. Sure. All of a sudden, he eats pussy.
2: I don't think she doesn't deserve that kind of intimacy. She murdered a person.
3: It wouldn't tell me about this. I don't remember this story.
2: Oh, I believe she was in a car. It was similar to the Razzle situation. She was driving a car. I believe the passenger—it was her boyfriend—and she crashed a car. He died, and she survived. I think it's been a while since I looked into this.
3: But that—listen—that was fate, because that is what led her to meet George W. Bush and start a beautiful life together
2: and be the. first lady. <laughs> it was never- Bro, please, can you verify that and make sure I'm not getting the, the details horribly wrong on that? I'm sorry.
1: Uh, I, I was distracted. Oh, go ahead. No, do your thing.
2: I'll, I'll look it up. It's okay. I'll mute.
1: Alrighty. Well, uh, that was G-Dub. So are you guys going to sign up for the master class? No.
3: I- How much is it? Uh, is it a per class thing or you sign up for the website and you get access to whatever's on it?
1: I believe I it's it e- either way. I believe you could either just get one course or. So if I just
3: okay. wanted that course, let's find out what the price is.
2: Uh, I want to give the follow up on that no. accident. Uh, I was close. Uh, she ran a stop sign or something, killed another, hit another car, killed the person in that car. And that car happened to have her uh, be driven by her friend. Oh, my God. By accident. Wow. And, and he died
3: God damn!
2: when she was 17.
3: Mm, all right that was like so, 80 years ago <laughs> probably, probably one of those flintstone to- cars oh. that you run with your feet
1: you have to pay 180 dollars. essentially oh. uh it's a it's a 15 a month membership but you have to pay for a year up front
3: get the fuck out of here so you can't just do this one video no fuck no. out of here pass that
2: shit like he needs more money
3: I bet he did it for free. Just he wanted to have somebody to talk to. He misses the attention.
2: I need more painting materials.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just brushes people.
2: and easels. Yeah, he likes showing them off. It ran out of the blood of a wreck of children.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, need, Rob, I, need,
2: I need more magenta.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's more expensive, the master class or buying one of his paintings? Rob, which one are you going to do? Oh,
1: can you <laughs> buy one of his paintings? Why not? Is he on Etsy? An Etsy see. store.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everyone, check out my Tumblr.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's just him falling down a flight of stairs.
1: Oh, he has that book, right? Yeah. Well, that you know, that book is. A... But okay, look, I want to show some of his paintings. Oh my God, Rob won't let this go. <laughs> gonna... I'm not gonna let it go. I mean, look, this is a.
3: Oh, it looks like Mad was... Magazine. Oh no, okay. that
1: is this was this was not... not good. That's
3: it's a like attack. if Putin fucked a raccoon. This one's all right. Who's that? that oh, no, that? he did Dirk Nowitzki. Ah! Oh, my God. No, no, no one, I no, can no, actually no, no. know
2: it's him, though, at least. Take
1: it yeah.
3: Take it away. Was, that
2: other, what was that other one? De- uh, Ellen? Oh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. What was that? What no, was that Dirk Nowitzki starring in Phantom of the Opera? What is that mask on his face?
1: <laughs> Who is, this Who is that?
2: El- Ellen. I'm guessing Ellen.
1: No, golf star Annika Sor- Sorenstam. Uh, oh my God! I,
2: well, I thought he was buddies with Ellen, so I just thought you know, maybe.
3: Who's that guy? Is that Michael K. Williams? No. Rob, pronounce that name. No. Come on, do it, Rob. Do it, Rob.
1: No. Do a boner. God
3: damn it, coward!
1: <laughs> all right. Oh,
2: Dusty wants to
3: know, Rob, if you would bang George W. Bush. No, no how about,
2: not. How about? But how? All right, but he's eighty. How about as a young man, George W. Let's see. Let's
3: <laughs> what if, like, he invited you? He somehow he was a big metal injection fan from back in the day, a la Dave Grohl. And he invited—he was fascinated by you. Rob, he invited you to his portrait studio. He wanted to paint you. And oh. one thing leads to another. He asked you to take your shirt off. He wants uh, more of a no,
2: bar no, no, style.
3: No, no. Not really candles. my type.
2: Not my no. type. I don't know. He, yeah, he looks like—I mean, I'm not an expert in the male form, but he just looks like a <laughs> basic bitch frat bro kind of yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Got
3: a bit of a unibrow. Yeah. Oh my God! Is that Ted Bundy? That's not George W. Bush. That's, That's Ted Bundy.
1: That's Pete, Pete Cokehead J Dub yeah. G Dubs. This is uh,
2: oh, how about Bill Apter? Dusty asks. <laughs>
3: he always brings up Bill after like <laughs> Why time. Bill Apther?
2: Because he's like one of your heroes, you know. And he's is a treasure.
3: Yes. Rob could totally you could show up to one of those AEW shows you could totally get Bill after
2: Rob he'd be like a personality fuck he'd be like you're not that <laughs> you don't really find him physically attractive but like he wins over your heartstrings by being so engaging he has all these stories <laughs> of his journalism Meanwhile, and you, if, find, you, if you, you find yourself on, strangely attracted to
3: him if you turn on Bill Apter's podcast right now someone's telling him no Rob body would be a personality fuck for you Bill
2: very <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> how dare you
2: Rob has the George W. Bush age 32 main. Going
1: on. <laughs> He's got
3: the George W. Bushy eyebrows.
1: <laughs> Do it. No, my eyebrows aren't that bushy. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's
2: true. You know, I feel, I feel like if you ask me. I would have said Rob has bushy eyebrows like if I had to describe you but then I look at your eyebrows if I focus I see they're kind of normal eyebrows. I pluck? think I'm just I'm bringing some of the hair down
1: like mentally like <laughs> <Yeah. it's> just, <laughs>
2: Do You go to
3: like one of those threading places in the in the subway
1: concourse? I do not. I do not. Occasionally my barber will give my eyebrows a trim.
2: Shifty Shortcake says they'd be the new Benifer. What would be your <laughs> what would be your portmanteau name with Bill after? Bill after? Raponi. Raptor <laughs> Raptor <laughs> that's perfect. That should be the episode title. Yes, or with an E.
3: One hundred percent.
2: Up to Toronto.
3: We need that software that, like, if they mated, program to see what a Rob and Bill After Son would oh. look like.
2: Oh boy! <laughs> Hopefully, it'd look like Rob. <laughs> He just le- after looks too much like an average mishkite, like you know. Uh... It would be, it would be Douglas Levison. <laughs> Wait, uh, our Discord uh, buddy, the no, no, or the, actual, the real one, the, no.
3: the pure uncut sucker, <laughs>
0: <laughs> sucker.
2: <laughs> oh, that's uh, I don't know. I think Douglas Levison is less attractive than uh, both of these gentlemen. Sucker. <laughs> it would well, take like, some kind of genetic deformity or something. I'm a
3: pessimist, so I'm like putting both of their worst character traits, physical That's traits, fair. into one person.
2: I suppose it could happen. It's like Stuff if you up!
3: stuffed Rob into Bill Aptor's body, mm. same height as Bill Aptor, but like a whole extra person crammed in there.
2: I can see it. So Rob would be the hump.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you've been called a hump before, right?
1: Oh.
4: <laughs> you nothing!
3: You nothing. Dusty <laughs> Ross Buffler says that Robin Bill after son would look like Kurgan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh! Kurgan was very fit and like uh, you know
1: ripped. ripped. <laughs> he was ripped. A... I'm not. I'm not sure I would describe as a, Kurgan as Kurgan as fit or ripped. But
2: sure I think enough. it was. I think his in good shape. I think his
1: <laughs> his face
2: was the was the the, the negative drawback. <laughs> that made him oh, look crazy sure. you don't think he was a good ass i mean he looked like a pretty muscular guy oh. am i am You're i remembering wrong Rob. oh no 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 i'm not saying he was like a good like wrestler or anything i'm just saying like he looked like he went to the gym at least he looked like he was mm. i don't know maybe i'm
1: remembering wrong
3: el duderino with the line of the day uncut Sucko." was rob's nickname in high school
1: it's not true at all i'm very cut
3: i don't think that's how he means it I think he Uh, means you you were a sucker of the uncut.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I see. (laughs)
3: Sucker, or at least I'm I'm correcting his meaning (laughs) to be more grammatically accurate. Oh, Duderino, you let us know.
1: All right. Well, uh, (laughs) there's a hot new product of the market.
2: Oh no. Oh, the the Vince Neil ab roller. (laughs) Taser ab taser.
1: It's in fact oh, our fr- friend weird. of the show, Vinny, Vinny Stigma. Hey,
4: I'm Vinny Stigma, and sometimes when I go out the play, I use Pete's pomade. Yo, it smells great, non greasy, goes on real smooth, really cool. Pete's pomade, and remember, it's not the man, it's the hair.
1: <laughs> He's like if Paulie Walnuts went to CBGBs. Bless it really heart.
3: is. And I guess this is because this uh, Jander, by the way, in the Discord is the one who linked us to this. Hmm. Uh, it, it's tweet. It's uh, posted on Pete from Sick of It All's Instagram account. So I guess he has his own brand of pomade, and he just has other New York hardcore legends shill for it. I assume. Which yeah. <laughs> Why not? What's what's the audience for pomade? From the guy from sick of it all like how many well units are they think about, about, about
1: how many of their listeners use pomade i think it's a good not process, ma- how many
3: actually. none of them have hair left to put pomade in
1: They're well Pete does he has that mohawk he's got that mohawk he's rocking
3: i guess are you gonna get some rob you could use some pomade
2: no i don't use pomade it's remember too rob too it's not the man it's the hair yeah. <laughs> i don't what does that mean <laughs> Nothing. nothing like your character doesn't matter at all as long as you have a, your hair looks good yeah man Sid, you and i are fucked
1: yeah we're we're shit out of luck <laughs> also uh Vinny stigma has a buzz cut mohawk you know he doesn't need pomade but to spike it up but it's it's too short to spike up is it or maybe yeah. you're just
3: seeing him in his casual look and then when he's on stage he spikes it
1: you know, sometimes you say things that make so much sense that I'm like, "What am I even thinking? How, how could I, how could I have not gotten here?" That's what I'm here for. I think it was
2: made from the pigeon poop from uh, the <laughs> roof of Vinny Stigma's house. They
3: just scrape and <laughs> yes. put it in a little plastic container. <laughs> Pete Kohler comes over with a with a little scraper. And Vinny's all excited he's going to hang out with his buddy and his buddy just wants to go to the roof by himself for hours at a time. That commercial is like the only time that they spent together in the room. The rest of the time, Pete was just scraping the ceiling.
4: He's a boondoggle motherfucker. <laughs> Me, personally, I like fancy tales. you know? Like satinettes. <laughs>
2: Uh, so uh, Dudorino says we need some crushed punk palm wonderful. It just would you take advice from people who prided themselves on being like shitty and crusty their entire lives? But like, like I feel like, yeah.
3: I but that so there would be a juice drink sold by crust punks. So I'm just trying to understand what that product would. I, be. I'm
2: guessing from context that palm wonderful is some kind of thing you put in your hair.
3: No, no, no. It's uh, pomegranate juice.
2: Is it really? It's a brand of pomegranate juice. Oh well, I don't know shit from pomegranate either. So yeah. palm, I know, but is I don't know what palm wonderful is.
3: It's just a brand. I think Howard Stern used to advertise for it back in the oh, day. Oh really?
2: Yeah. That must have been after I stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Snapple uh, commercials oh, every yeah. oh, yeah. second. The, he put them on the map. Yeah. They were. They, I just. They were like in the back of the refrigerator at the bodega before he started talking about Snapple. <laughs>
3: Totally took Arizona iced tea's shine thanks to the Howard Stern bump.
2: Yeah, they're long gone. I haven't seen Arizona iced tea in forever.
3: You know, it's still around. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's like the bootleg brand now, I
2: haven't but seen it's still it. out there. Good for them. Yeah.
1: I'm very happy.
3: Rob, have them. you ever talked to Noah about if, like, where she lives, Arizona iced tea is way more prevalent?
1: Uh, it didn't look more or less prevalent.
2: No. Was Probably not. It's like eating a New York strip steak in New York. We don't eat that shit. It's just a name. Fair. It's for people who want to feel like New Yorkers.
3: I guess that's why Arizona iced tea does so poorly, because nobody really wants to feel like they're from Arizona.
2: That's a good point. Sad. You're tasting a bit of liquid Arizona.
3: <laughs> it's like cactus spikes in the beverage. Yeah. It hurts. You want that?
2: And like meth rehab centers.
1: (laughs) God. So, you know, last few weeks, we've been really getting to know a new friend of the show, Andy McCoy. Of course, the guitarist of Hanoi Rocks. Mm -hmm. Man with a a bad drinking problem. (sighs) And what's interesting now is you know he's been in the headlines enough that other people are now talking about him, including uh John, uh, John Karabi, oh, who no. at not, one point, not John who was was, uh, felt phil- like he replaced Vince Neal in Motley Crue, if you recall. It did not go well, but he has a, a great story about hanging out with Andy McCoy. Oh, excited so to hear this. Let's. Oh, that's not the. That's not the slide. One moment. It's okay. Take your time.
2: Well, you're pulling an Andy McCoy here.
0: Oh,
1: no. <laughs> you <a> little. <laughs>
2: you a little drunk. In the sauce.
1: I just want to say. Hat.
2: Uh, <laughs> you, you drinking a little uh, hard Arizona iced tea?
4: <laughs> no. All right, here it is.
1: This oh, is actually no. with the, the same guy I believe who did the first Andy interview that went viral. So good follow-ups
4: here. Page. It was a huge club.
2: He's like Prince. He has a single name now, Karabi.
1: Are we
3: sure that's not Kevin Nash?
4: Words. Andy took. Yeah, exactly, Debbie. Don't open the can. <laughs> um, Andy took me and blocked her out to a nightclub, and it was like
1: Bobby her.
4: I love it. Yeah, I love Andy, but holy shit, he's a whole other. Like you know. And then I very so eloquent I out and everything was great. And then I went back to a couple of years later. Uh, I went back to-
1: Dusty Rose Buffler points out <laughs> that that's the boogie woogie
2: man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Jimmy Valiant. So true. The- I would rather
2: hear the vegetable uh, kohlrabi speak than this
4: guy. <laughs> Swedish Rock Festival. And I didn't realize it, but a very good friend of mine, Connie Bloom, who plays guitar with the Electric Boys, he was playing with Hanoi Rocks. And um, so I'm kind of walking by and Connie's like, grab, you know, so I went over and I sat at the table that they were sitting at. And Andy was just kind of staring at me. And I had that I had the red scarf I just kind of had it tied around the top of my head. And he took offense to me wearing the scarf because it was like that's my thing, <laughs> what okay? Whatever,
2: yeah. I invented scarf, and then so somebody said,
4: Oh, no, Andy, this is John. He, he sang with Motley Crue, mm-hmm. and I thought Andy was seriously gonna pummel me to death. He had this cane. And he came at me with his fucking cane, and he was like literally wanting to hit me with the cane. So I grabbed the cane, and then his girlfriend and uh, Angela, I think her name is Angela, uh, Angela and Connie came over and they're like, no, 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 dude, that's not the originals. That's not Vince. That's John. He took Vince's place. (laughs) um, What? So he settled down, but his fucking beef, and I can't say that I blame him was the fact that Motley had just released music to crash your car to. And he was not having it. And he sat there and is very difficult to understand English. Um, <laughs> he sat there and he was like, I think that's fucking bullshit, Nikki Sixx, and those guys <laughs> are not <nothing> by <but laughs> the way, scumbags. And, and he bullshit. was going on and on and on about how... They it, it felt it was distasteful. Not only did they call it music to crash your car to, but there was a volume one, and then they turned around and did a volume two. And it was so all Hanoi Rocks covers. Andy <laughs> and Michael Zapps. And they weren't. Well, at least then that. they'd get and some royalties out of it. You know, wow. It was like, wow, okay, hey, dude. I had nothing to do with that.
1: So, if fucking Andy McCoy thought. <laughs> started beating him up thinking he was vince deal that's how out of it he was is he face and, and blind is maybe. that possible maybe but i just love that handlers had to be like no andy no that's not vince that's the that's a different singer they have a different singer
2: can but, you i mean one guy's 150 pounds less than the other it's you gotta be really obliterated to know no, but
3: this this might have also been like 20 years ago
1: right like oh this, was it yeah Maybe and it's a dark club, mm. uh, and and he's fucking hammered, but uh, but also this is really heel versus like music to crash your car to. How incredibly tasteless yeah. t- is that for Motley Crue to agree to do that? You know, I'm like sure obviously this is some PR marketing guy's idea, like oh, oh, oh. but then like people actually died.
2: Yeah, the joke is like they're social partyers that they're fuck ups yeah. and they ha ha. We crashed a car. We crashed cars. You know what I mean, man. You know. But yeah, like Rob said, some people died. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. a very tragic. Agree. Yeah, it's a very tragic thing that when I watch Andy McCoy, because like a lot of what he's saying is perfectly valid, but the delivery just <laughs> makes it so yeah. hard to to take credibly.
3: And he also sounds like someone who drives drunk a lot. Yeah. So like he's lucky he hasn't killed any bandmates. Yeah. 100%. It seems like he's very, he's almost Vince
2: Neil himself. There, but for the grace of uh, God goes Andy
1: McCoy. Uh, and also Nikki six uh, pushed back at all this recent trashing in the press that Andy McCoy was doing of him for not thanking Andy for saving uh, Nikki when Nikki was having an overdose. And so Nikki clarified Nikki says, Andy McCoy has been on a rant saying, I never thanked him for saving my life after a heroin overdose. It's true. I also never thanked him for getting me the drugs during my deadly addiction that night. Oh. I get it. He's just trying to sell a book, album, or a club tour. Whenever other musicians start to slag us, I usually look them up and realize they're in the middle of trying to sell a book, music, tour, or something you have, uh, or something to you using my or our name. Things that make you go, hmm. Wait, he said that? He said things that make you go. Making a uh, 30-year-old Arsenio Hall Hall reference. Arsenio Hall? (laughs) Arsenio Hall. That's-
2: yeah, remember though that when he That's started that band with Courtney Love
1: it was really good. I'm confusing <laughs> I'm confusing my late night talk show host with their gay porn counterpart.
0: My <laughs> Is there really an arsenio? He's Hulk? the
1: Mr.
2: Marcus of gay porn.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who's in his dog pound, Rob?
1: <laughs> there, there is a a a, a uh, black gay porn studio called Dog Pound USA. So, oh. <laughs> there you go. There so you they
2: go. do the Arsenio hole parody. You should pitch them. Yeah, that. I should
1: pitch that. Yeah, <laughs> like the reboot. Um, no. Uh, what What's interesting is I feel like it, it, porn. It seems like the only. It's like the last vestige. Of, of segregation uh, with, like, the categories and everything. It's so, you know, like, just the idea that there is an interracial category seems ca- seems a little dated, right?
2: Well, I think it's because people, like, still harbor those feelings. They're just socially aware that it's, it's, it's less rare for people to come out with those feelings verbally, but when they do porn, they just let their id come out and they yeah. jerk off. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Agreed. Uh <laughs> Do you want to
3: answer El Duderino's question in the chat?
1: I don't, but we can ask it. What stops top five late night hosts he'd fuck? How many late night hosts are there? We counted Yeah, All I mean, time, like, they're, they're they're very attractive. I would say, in their
3: prime.
2: Rob, Johnny Carson, tight ass, no?
3: If he was <laughs> wearing his car neck, headpiece.
2: Jack Parr, Steve Allen.
1: <laughs> Rob, are you now Googling the uh, pictures of all the hosts? I'm Googling late night host just to see who, who my options are. Jimmy
2: here. Kimmel. Oh, yeah, Trevor
1: Noah is, is handsome.
3: but I, He's
2: I, not really I, a late night. Yeah. Host. I've, somehow
3: a... that's like a separate category. The half hour. Like, I don't count John Oliver as a late night host. Right. Exactly. But, well, like but on the other hand, cool. Sid, while
2: I agree with you, let's expand the um, sure. options that Rob has. I want to see. Okay, so
3: you got box. Trevor Noah. That's one.
1: Mm-hmm. That's about it. right? It's what really, about yeah, Conan?
2: Yeah. Conan?
1: No, I, I want to hang out with Conan, but I, yeah. I was never sexually attracted. He
2: put a hand on the thigh. You're not. Come on. He's a
1: celebrity. I mean, I just because of, of uh, like the uh, influence celebrity and thing. respect that I have for him. Oh, okay. you know, like it's like, all right. You'd give him a sympathy. Conan, if Conan, yeah. If around, Conan needed me to uh, fuck him or yeah. like <laughs> I thought
2: you meant like the uh, I want to fuck a celebrity thing. You raw dog it, you know, like mm-hmm. just throw the experience. Also, he's a celebrity. That's a rare celebrity. That's like
1: your height too. Might mm. be interesting. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Oh, no. jo- Joan Rivers. Yeah, Chevy. Actually, Chevy Chase in his prime was a good-looking man. Magic so. Johnson. Don't don't mm. fuck Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Well, you take some prep. Yeah, it's fine now. You know, we're, we, we, he's undetectable. I would so, have a prep, so I, I would be I would be able to. So, are we putting Magic Johnson
3: for... on the list? Is he number two behind Trevor Noah?
1: Let me see. Let me see what he looks like. Let me get a photo. Of we can just, young.
2: but let's count the, their primes only. Don't count if you're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Seventy years old, of
2: course. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. It is prime. Of course, sure.
1: definitely.
2: Okay, so Trevor Noah, Magic
3: Johnson, uh, uh, of
1: course,
3: Tom Snyder,
1: oh uh, <laughs> no, Craig, Craig Kilborn, Craig Kilborn, Craig Hilbert, Okay. Friend. Oh, uh, uh, Craig. Oh, Ford. And, uh, and Arsenio Hall in his prime certainly was handsome. Really, you think For so? Sure. I mean, not, not unattractive. Does that you mean know?
3: you'd bang Josh Homme because he sort of well, looks no, like actually,
1: No, I take it back. I wouldn't bone Arsenio Hall.
3: What? I mean, How come?
1: Not not what changed? The face.
2: The face. He looks like a comedian. He's not. <laughs> exactly. He's not. On, he's not unattractive, but he just he's not yeah. conventionally attractive. I'd say he's like a the Chris Rock same type of deal there. Ouch. No, no, I'm not saying they're ugly. I'm just saying they're not like cover no, models. Know. It's you know, still like... funny. So then what who about... do we have? We've got Trevor Noah. We've got Magic
3: Johnson. Who else was there? Craig Kilborn. We
2: need two more. How about David Letterman, maybe? No. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, out of here. Here. Even like yeah, 30-year-old yeah. David Letterman? What about
3: Gary Shandling? Do we count Larry Sanders?
2: Mm. No, he actually hosted the Tonight yeah. Show and stuff. So how about uh oh, i don't think he would fuck it maybe for comedic respect he would fuck i don't think he's attractive either. he's a real ugly guy for my yeah. career
1: i would fuck andy cohen would that work would that work maybe Does get on bravo a... yes yes, Wait, yes, yes. watch what happens live
3: that's not late though it? that's like nine o'clock isn't it that i don't care.
1: late that. late for some people <laughs> What about andy richter
0: like <laughs> no, no. sidekicks, now? sidekicks.
1: Ed, ed mcmahon would you fuck no. Ed McMahon? oh no, Merv Griffin. That's another. Oh. <laughs> well, he was actually gay. Though, yeah, right? yeah.
2: You might have a chance there, for sure. Oh yeah. Actually. Also, he was like a serial, like he was a sexaholic. So I think he basically fucked everybody, men and women. But was mm. revealed himself to be like principally, uh, predominantly gay.
1: <laughs> but he was just like a bed hopper.
2: Uh oh. Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? Jay Leno. We didn't do that. Was mentioned. No.
1: Before. No. Oh, Vince a, McMahon. Oh, no, he hosted Ed, Ed, Tuesday Night Ed Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't fuck Jay Leno, but Ed Eubanks, it is prime. Ed Kevin, oh, Kevin Eubanks. Kevin Eubanks. Kevin, Eubanks. Mm-hmm. Kevin Eubanks. Sorry, thank you.
2: Huh. Oh, you combined it with Ed McMahon. That's
1: yeah, cool. there you go. You Kevin, are correct. He, does, sir. he doesn't
3: count. He's not a host. He's a that's a musician. That's a different category. That's not true. They,
1: him and Jay Leno host a game show now. I don't know what that's indication. Yeah, I saw it. At like Wait, a, a dentist office or something.
2: So, is he still the band leader on the game show? Or is
1: he like no? He's just a uh, he's a, he's just a co-host. Does he what turn?
2: Because Jay Leno's, we all know, is a massive racist. So, does he make Kevin turn the letters over or something? Like, nah. you know, I don't think he would share the spotlight with Kevin, who deserves uh, it.
1: Yeah. Let me see. Let me look up the the trailer for the show. I, I only like had a brief uh, a brief kind of view of it. Oh,
2: Tom go. Green. That's a good one from Dusty. No,
1: no. What about, about Paul Schaefer?
2: Mm. No. Is he gay? We ask people. So. He's effeminate. That that clearly doesn't make him gay, but I,
4: you know. Planet. I think he has a wife. Furthest so yeah, in our galaxy. So I'm going to give you a hint. It is named after Mickey Mouse's dog. This guy said, when he went, oh. Goofy. That's right, <laughs> sir. It's the Goofy
5: Planet. We're going to be right, doing right? a show and from no. live-
3: so G- the live. Yeah. show like
2: on Zoom, oh, he's doing the Groucho no, show. You that's bet, an interview. Uh, I did hear about this, Jay Leno. I gotta say, I guess I don't really pay attention to the universe of Jay Leno, but the, since the last time I checked in on him, he aged a whole bunch, and I don't mm. think it was that long. Mm-hmm. The guilt of stealing that show from Conan,
3: yeah, what? he looks like Herman Munster's corpse.
2: No, oh, very accurate, <laughs> <laughs> scarily accurate. Kevin Eubanks, oh, he gets to so, share the stage with
1: Jay Leno. It's interesting, though. Yeah, but the show is called "You Bet Your Life" with Jay Leno. Yeah, not with Jay Leno and Kevin Eubanks. Right. You know, and, and he doesn't get Kevin Eubanks doesn't get the announcement. Uh,
2: I don't, I don't give top billing on any just anybody. You know oh,
1: what I, mean? I guess cartoons. he just needs someone. He needs someone to laugh at his jokes. you know? Wait, did
2: you see that logo? They have Jay Leno this like four taller than kevin eubanks even though they're like kind of the same height <laughs> i think kevin eubanks is taller than yeah him, isn't he this is all
3: very
1: strange and very
2: also strange. look at it
1: kevin eubanks doesn't look like he's aged a bit yeah welcome to you bet your life kev
4: who found to play the game teamed up with a registered nurse who drinks oh sweets. no he's yeah. aged, yeah. He's, he's, aged. Oh, yeah. 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 he's a little Let's raisiny say. Oh, yeah, that's my regiment. Yeah, <laughs> that's <what she> <laughs> and uh, That's right. He
1: just needs Kevin there to laugh at his jokes. He—that's his laugh track.
4: One-one dispatcher who sang lead with a death metal band. What? what? Rob, do you know this? person Sound a good one. Before I meet them, the game. Let's find out. The By the way, did you hear in the, the beginning? Hard.
2: You hear the beginning of that, of that segment? He's like, Kevin, who did you find to be on the show today? So yeah, Kevin's they've got
4: like- him like
3: walking the streets looking for contestants. Kevin's the
2: <laughs> recruiter.
4: There it is. Gum. Gum. Okay, you use the camera on your phone to scan the QR code on your screen. Let the congruers take the guesswork. Oh, you're such star. pandering. Right, oh, my God. Meeting right over here. What a great
2: show this was, the original. and They're just it's distorting it into, like, this <laughs> <just> corporate horror <laughs> shit. Is this
3: only on YouTube or is this on television also?
1: So this is in the metal band guy. Let's go to the metal band guy let's see.
3: I think it is. I think they were saying he's a 911 dispatcher.
1: No, no, I think there's a few different contestants.
5: Oh.
2: A city a farmer and she's the death a metal singer i bet no. right, we'll I,
5: I think metal, it was the back.
2: first pair
0: just fine
2: jay leno's the worst movie guy movie for this show yeah, did you guys I, ever yeah, see the original show girl. no no, no. it's like on in the 50s or whatever i
3: wasn't they just bring around that then
2: they just bring like three people on and he just has a conversation with them and the oh, game really? the game is if if they say that secret word they win some mm. money mm. but really the the show it, it was gum, but the show is like really just a chat show with regular people. So who could I be see. worse I for that, that, that than one. Jay Leno?
1: Yeah, the worst conversationalist. Yeah, Hi, I'm good. That's, a yeah. Hi,
4: I'm good. that's a pretty name. Thank you. And Dean, that's an okay name. <laughs> but it's all
1: right. He really <laughs> does look like a
4: oh, grandpa I'm now, here. Jay Leno.
3: I mean, yeah, he's cool. what is he in his seventies?
4: You, you've been dating a guy for a while. You how long yeah, have you been dating
2: Seventy totally two. He was um, yeah, he was doing stand up in the early eighties.
4: Oh and how's that going it's going good it's crazy
1: wow. to see where letterman and him are now in their careers like letterman is still doing something respectable and then chileno's doing this <sighs> and that weird car show he has on cnbc yeah.
3: oh my god that still exists he's just I such the
2: epitome of hack he yeah. yeah he just weaponized being a hack into a, a monetary gain better than anyone else ever mm-hmm.
1: Some of my favorite uh, Bill Hicks material is on just roasting Jay Leno. And the his Doritos commercial Doritos commercials, commercials. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And this was before Jay Leno old. even got The Tonight Show, right? He yeah. He was
3: probably guest hosting at that point, but I don't know if he had it exclusively yet now.
2: Right. I think Bill Hicks died before um, Jay Leno the got style. The Tonight Show. He right.
3: died when he, he found out.
1: <laughs> <of his standards laughs> That's what did it. Got...
2: Bill Hicks would you have well, approved of that joke if it. he was alive. <laughs>
1: Anyway, fuck the Jay Leno. Yeah. Oh cool. no, I won't fuck the Jay Leno. Oh yeah, that's there. right. I, I would I, not.
3: We still <laughs> haven't gotten to five names. Yeah. Are there <laughs> just not five in existence ever that you would? Have- no. I th- oh, I didn't. still
2: say uh, I think you should fuck David Letterman. He's still alive. <laughs> he's a comedic genius. He may have he may have coasted the last couple of decades, but he's still a brilliant mind.
3: You got to admit, like, let's say you're topping David Letterman and you finish and you roll over onto the bed. You know, he's going to say something fucking hilarious <laughs> it's true. when it's yeah. all said and done. And it's going to be worth it for that moment. Whatever it is he says, it's going to make you laugh out loud.
2: He's going to turn to Paul Schaefer, who's standing in the closet, <laughs> and say <laughs> something,
1: right say something woody. <laughs> I guess, uh, would Graham Norton count? Graham Norton is prime. I'd vote him.
2: Dave Letterman would look in the camera that's in the bedroom and go, I guess I've been topped. Topped, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> topped is what the kids are calling it.
4: <laughs> I
2: believe that was docking. <laughs> Throws the card away. <laughs> it's a condom. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the top from our home (laughs) office in in Omaha, Nebraska, the top 10 things (laughs) Rob Pesbani says as pillow talk. Number 10.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (sighs) All right. Maybe the listeners could throw in some suggestions. They could, what, Rob, what's our email address? Maybe you could email Rob suggestions of late night hosts he should mm -hmm. have sex with.
2: Or write a top 10 list for david letterman's show that involves rob and sex somehow okay yeah
3: sure
1: either of those are your two options email address is livecast at gmail.com and i want to talk about our playlist every week each of us picks a little songy song we throw it up on our playlist the Live Cast music break is what we call it you can find it on spotify you know, back in the day, we would throw music breaks into these podcasts, but now due to the wonderful world of copyright uh, tagging, we avoid it. So instead, we throw them up on a playlist. This week, my pick is a Blondie with my favorite song of theirs, Atomic. I went to see Blondie on Thursday. They play it in New York City. It was great to see Debbie Harry. But it was a little disappointing to see that, like, there were no other original members. I guess they had the uh, bassist of Sex Pistols playing with them. Who off. was, yeah, not said Vicious, obviously. Uh, and so that was kind of cool. But then, uh, at, like, I don't know. I went to see a Blondie show. And then in at the end of a lot of their songs, there would be, like, an interlude of noodling and shredding. And from I swear someone I felt that you did not come to see exactly from like one of the guitars. That's like 30 years younger than Debbie Harry. And I just felt like sit in that moment of like, like enough, enough with the solos. Like, like I didn't fucking come to a Mars Volta show. to see some fucking Debbie is tired? Mumbling. She
3: needs those extra few seconds to catch her breath for the next fucking song, man. How old is, is she? Anyway, I'm
2: just curious.
1: She's definitely, uh,
2: I think she looks okay. great. At least she the last is time I was
1: 77. Yeah. yeah, she looks unbelievable 77. for 77. And she fucking rocked it for over an hour. And her voice is phenomenal. She's great. She's uh, one of my favorites ever. Yes, she's aged so gracefully. And she, and she, she was beautiful. She was doing that, like, you know, I feel
2: uh, independent rocker woman thing before any of these other people did it. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I think she was a pioneer in that
1: way. hmm. Yeah, and one thing that really kind of stuck out stuck out to me about Blondie is the range of musical styles that they would experiment with, like seamlessly. Was, yeah, and it all fit. There was like disco songs. There was reggae. There was, you know, obviously rapture with the, the first mainstream rap song. This is what's uh, good about them, though, is that they do all that stuff, but it all still
2: sounds like Blondie. Like, you yeah. know, it mm-hmm. doesn't, like, doesn't feel contrived. Like, they're all doing, it sounds like the same band, but yet completely different.
1: And I was a little disappointed that Chris Stein wasn't there, who's was the original guitarist. He's, he's having still health in the issues, band. right? Yes, he health issues. Yeah, he's having heart problems. Uh, and really, like, a lot of those riffs that he wrote, they're fucking timeless. They're so good. And you kind of forget how many hits Blondie oh, had. Yeah. So many. Yeah. To the I, point that I didn't even say for the encore, I was satisfied. My back probably
2: a lot of people know <laughs> Blondie songs and don't even know that it's Blondie at this
1: point. Yeah, because like just, one way or another, I feel like you you almost don't know that it's a Blondie song. So I, I was in the encore and call me, like I don't need to hear this, but right. I'm all right, but still, you got to play that. They have they to closed, play yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I just wanted to go sit down. My back, oh, you left, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They closed I, with Heart of Glass before the encore, which I which is what. Which is a, f- a fun one too. Did I you would like to s- on the
2: telephone. All oh,
1: right. Yeah, oh, they definitely. Did, nice. Yeah. They did all all the, all the songs I wanted to hear, so I was very happy.
2: I wanted to say that I uh, briefly met uh, Debbie Harry because oh. I was working in a store, and she was in there uh, shopping for it was a record store, and I was about 18, and I panicked and I couldn't get a word out. I wanted to go over and say I'm a big fan. And I was just like, I completely, I completely lost it. And then no words would come out of my mouth because I was starstruck by her. And she is one of those people. We talked about this on our on the Guar Patreon episode that we did, that we when in our interactions with Dave Brocky, like he walks in a room, he just has it. You know, Mm -hmm. he may have had all his other problems and fucking personality disorders, but he's just got magnetism. She has magnetism. Like you could have never heard of Blondie, you would know that this person is a star when you're next to her. I believe it. Agree.
3: Was that the most starstruck you've
2: ever been? No. Funny enough, in almost exactly the same spot I was standing when I met her, (laughs) I I met Lars Ulrich. Oh, no. (laughs) And he, he, I was such a Metallica fan. Like nowadays, I'd be like, who's this little runt? You know, but I was 18 when I (laughs) met him. And he was in there and everyone was coming up to him. And he would look like annoyed, but he was to his credit, you know. He was patiently signing for everybody, said hello, had a smile on his face. So I give him credit for that. But I went up to him. I was probably like the seventh person or something. And this was not a signing. He was just in there shopping.
4: Mm-hmm. But it
2: became a signing. And I didn't ask to anything to be signed. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm such a huge fan. I started babbling. And he just made basically patronize me He was like all right man calm down it's good i'm just a no. person man it's no big deal man." <laughs> and i needed it like he actually like i was so embarrassed to tell that based on who he is now but
3: like yeah well that's why you spent the rest of your life finding out that he was right he is
2: just a person <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i was 18 like, give me yeah. a break
1: no i it's a totally reasonable reaction for you for your favorite band you know a member of your favorite yeah. band to be there yeah mm-hmm Uh, I want to just share my favorite Debbie Harry photo. Uh oh.
2: Uh,
1: Because she's so cool. And she's so old school New York. Mm. It's just her in front of the cyclone looking like she's been partying.
2: If I was her age in that picture and I just saw her, I would propose marriage, (laughs) basically. That's just the exact kind of woman
1: that I like. Uh, So that was me. So, what did you pick, uh, Darren? Oh, uh, I picked Phil Oakes,
2: who was like the epitome of like 60s and 70s protests, folk music, because I hadn't listened to him in a while. And I was just going through Spotify and listening to old Phil Oakes songs. And the song is called Love Me, I'm a Liberal. He was one of those guys that kind of he wouldn't exist today in music because he was like critical of both parties and war and all that shit. Uh, So he was like a huge, huge star. Uh, and folk music doesn't really sell as much as it used to either. But like they would, people would just chant his his lyrics at protests and stuff. You know, really good guy too, like humanitarian, nice guy. And uh, I'm a big fan of his. If you never got into folk music before, like this, he's a very good entry level uh, person to start exploring uh, the world of '60s uh, civil rights folk music.
3: And I believe uh, Pinhead Gunpowder, which is Billy Joe Armstrong's former side project band, did a cover of one of his songs. I think. Uh, oh, Will Work that. for Food.
2: Oh is that wow. That one of the songs. Uh, I don't know that song, but yeah.
3: I think. I think so.
1: And uh, Sid, what did you pick?
3: Funny enough, it it, it seems any time I, I my song is the most recently released one. It's still like thirty years old. It's just you guys went even further back. So that's the case today. I picked uh, the song "Romantic Call" by Patra, the Queen of the Dance Hall. Oh, oh Remember sure. Patra! But oh. uh, she basically is what Queen of Vagina thinks she is. Yes, Patra was like the blueprint for that kind of performer, and it was great. And it was like early '90s, and I'd watch BET, and it'd be mm. all rap videos, and then they throw in one like Jamaican dance hall song, and it was always Patra and this and- the song. I had this album.
2: And what song did you pick
3: a romantic call Uh, where she is calling her boyfriend's house and the mom picks up and she's trying to get her boyfriend on the phone.
2: She was so hot and she would do like near like at like R rated videos Mm -hmm. too, which she, uh, which was not really a thing yet. I feel like 1991 ish.
3: But she's not even that old. Like, I looked her up on Wikipedia. I thought she'd be, like, in her 60s or now. She's 48 yeah. years old. Yeah,
2: she might have been illegal when she made these
3: <laughs> Seriously, right? Did R. Kelly produce that album?
2: Because that was, like, the same time that, like, Buju Banton. And, like, the it was dominated by men. Mm-hmm. And any women that are in that scene, like Dawn Penn, they were, like, 50 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, no, no, no. It was all, like, these crooning like more mature women. And she just came out of nowhere. She was like the Foxy Brown of yes. Yes. She was great. That's a great pick. Thank you. So that's, that's and I want
1: to, I want to mention our Patreon. If you want to give us a little uh, extra, extra, little extra love, give us a shout, give us some support. You can do so. Patreon.com slash RIP, a live cast five bucks a month, gets you access to over two years of great, timeless, evergreen bonus episodes that you can enjoy at your leisure once you're done with the free episodes, that we the free entertainment that we provide you every week. Uh, we uh, just posted an episode last week. What, what was the one that we just did? I totally forgot. That went oh up last week. Oh, God.
3: You're killing me. Let me look it up. We've done so many. Oh, the the Chuck Klosterman hypotheticals.
1: Yes. That's right. It's great. That was a very, very that is a very 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 very, very, very fun episode. It's basically like a full live cast episode. It's available in video and audio form. We actually have a preview that we threw up on the RSS feed. So as soon yeah. as this episode is done, the next file in this RSS feed is that little preview. And hypotheticals is basically Chuck Klosterman proposes a question that you could ask at a party Just strike up conversation. And boy, did we strike up some Unique conversations. It's great. Yeah, But don't say we threw it up on the website. That's not a good imagery.
3: <laughs> we jizzed it all over our <laughs>
1: feed. We yeah. janked it up there and uh, we yeeted it. It's been yeeted. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, we have a uh, roundtable discussion about the new Guar documentary. We have a roundtable discussion about uh, the new Beavis and Butthead movie. And I've been watching yeah. the, the show. It's been very, very fun. It's been, it's been it. nice. It's been yeah. nice to have back uh, some other fun watch-alongs we've done. We've done episodes of Judge Steve Harvey. We've done uh, Money Plane, a terrible movie with Kelsey Grammer and Edge from WWE. Oh, my God. Uh, Out for Justice. You know, anybody see Richie? Oh, uh, and, and, <laughs> in our past archives, we did watch-alongs of old metal injection bits, of kiss meets the phantom of the park, which by the way, you probably can't even find that movie, <laughs> you know, for, so it's, for the best. Yeah, it's for the best. And we
2: uh, had trouble finding it to watch for the thing, right?
1: One of my favorite watch alongs was Curtin Courtney. Mm. Uh, one of the most heated watch alongs was the Lemmy. Oh my God. Uh, Could we do a
3: watch along of that watch along?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for next month's Patreon, we'll watch that, just that one segment. Uh. Uh, probably Cannibal Holocaust, which is a brutal movie, and uh, Until the Light Takes Us, which is a black metal documentary. So yeah, there's a lot of great stuff in here. I always got to stick up for
2: tag team. We don't talk enough mm. about that one.
1: That's probably Patreon. one of my Instagram favorites. slash RIP, a livecast. That's five bucks a month. And hey, throw us five extra bones. You get to go in the next tier, which is the top livecast fan of the week. We're gonna shout out uh, at the end of the show, which is right now. How should we do it? Oh, it's George Bush masterclass style. Come on, Darren, could you do it? You have you, you did a t- terrific, a terrific G Dub's
2: impression. How about I was gonna say we tag team this one, and you be Dick Cheney telling me what to say, <laughs> and I'll be <clears throat> George W. Bush.
0: <laughs>
1: I got, I say, I'm be, that's my that's my Cheney. Okay. <laughs>
2: now Eric, Eric and Benjamin, uh I'm I'm glad you're alive. I never sent you out to Iraq. <laughs> you're two good guys. All right. I'm glad you're Patreon fans. Uh El Dudorino and Dan R.
1: Say our
2: what does R stand for? It stands for really illegal invasion. <laughs> <laughs> Sam I am. Ninja marriage keeper. That's good. I like keepers. I'm a big fan of the Jews. They helped me get elected Uh Jander, Shashur, That sounds like some kind of foreign name, like French or French fries. We're going to call you freedom fries. I'm going to call you Shashur Freedom from now on. OK, Robert Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin. That sounds like some Middle Eastern food. I'm not a big fan of that. We're going to go bomb your house right now. Cattle decaf and Robert Vampiro Vampiro. A lot of people call me a Vampiro throughout the years. Uh, That's because I suck the blood of children. That's how I stay alive. (laughs) Uh, Hugo likes tacos, Lando Danks, and LaCroix. I don't know. I paint with LaCroix. You know, it's very good. It's like an acrylic. It goes on the canvas very well. I'm going to do a master class on how I paint with very trendy liquid options. And now, Corey, Scotty H., Doug Pigman. Of course, my boy, Dick Cheney. You haven't said a lot in a while. Uh, You're like a pig man. People have called Uh, you a pig man.
1: You're doing great. You're doing great.
2: Douglas, who are you, Leverson? And hey, guys, it's Josh. Uh, well, you know, I'm sure you'll vote for me the next time when I run in
1: 2024. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well,
3: RIP. RIP stands for Rob Invest and Pomade.
2: Oh, please,
1: this is untrue. I will never. It's too. It's too hard to wash out. I put like Lacroit in your hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rinse it out I with thought... the. I, I feel like a little cream in my hair. A little cream. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I just <laughs> want a little Oh,
2: something about Mary. Uh, Dunarino says something that we've discussed internally watching uh, 98 King of the Ring, watch along. Hmm. We already what? have that on the table and maybe a future episode potentially. It's on the list. One of the worst pay per
1: views in history. Okay. Spectacularly bad. All right. Well, that's our show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> love Please you. Tune in. I love you. Kisses
2: and hugs. Bye.